Daniel, do, do you hear that? Do you hear that? An, I, I'm an, not sure yet. <laughs> another Tennessee fan has just sprouted their wings. Oh, boy. Here they because, because they are just flying high right now, oh Daniel. Oh, my goodness. They this... are everywhere. They're self-populating. They're replicating mm. all over the place, coming out of the woodwork, telling us how they are mm. and still will be the number one team in the nation. Wow. Wow. We're here to tell you why rankings mean nothing until the end of the year here on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. He is Clint. Um, we are in, um, uh, we are in the throes Ooh. of the game week here. Oui. There's there are many feelings are being felt by everyone. I We're don't. feeling feelings. I... The commenters are feeling feelings. Is, the is listeners it, are. feeling Is that what this feelings. tightness in the chest is, Daniel? That's, that's called what, a feeling. That's... You're Uh-oh. that is you're experiencing emotion, Clint. <laughs> So huh. get huh. Uh, settle into that. It's there's a lot more to come between now and Saturday about seven p.m. I don't so, like it. No, and it's gonna it's gonna get worse before it gets better. So uh, glad that you're here. Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, listen, if you're new to the podcast, and many of you are, yes, sir. It's important to reiterate. Clint and I are not journalists. What? We're not gurus, and okay. we're not. Football insiders. Which, by the way, really quick, when it comes to sports, these three things don't exist, just so you're fully aware. We are, in fact, fans of the University of Georgia. And so if it upsets you Mm -hmm. to hear Georgia fans talk into microphones on a YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you're finding us, if that upsets you, I fear that you've stumbled into the wrong place. You know what? Daniel, I, just really quick, you've stumbled the wrong place, but good thing Bet Online is our title sponsor. You oh, haven't stumbled on the wrong spot. Well, there. at least if you hate the rest of this podcast, you've got a great place that you can go lay down some wagers. Look, they yes. got a little thing that populates down there at the bottom of the YouTube. It's all fantastic. It's mandatory that we do that. Other things, not as mandatory. We turns out, turns out, week. not as mandatory. Turns out, things are not as mandatory. Okay. Um, Tennessee won the national championship this week. We haven't even talked about it yet. They Daniel, won the national championship this Tennessee week. Fan, Tennessee fan. Congratulations. Did you, guys, did, did you guys get that? Did you get that tattoo? Hey, you know what? Round of applause for you. I hope you got that tattoo. I hope it's just yes. branded. Actually, yes. this is this week is too nine subtle. number one team in the country. This is this too week. subtle for Tennessee fan. It would be no, here. Right, right Tennessee fan would throat. get it right across the yes. neck. Look, 2022 week nine, number one. We um, did it. Daniel and I need to reiterate, okay. please, for all you Georgia fan, if you care about being ranked third. Oh, you should care. You should be thrilled. Thank you, you Daniel. You should be thrilled. If you care and are sad. Yeah, there it is. You don't know ball. It's not It's not great. No. Kirby if, came out, apparently, and said the team unmotivated by this. Let me just tell you, that is a lie. That ain't it because Daniel, you don't think Kirby Smart's going to have this team well aware 
of where they stand. In I the want eyes you to of eat. Committee. Yeah. I want to eat. I want everybody to eat. And this just in: Nolan Smith is doubtful for this coming Saturday, Daniel. If that doesn't tell you anything about Kirby and how, what he says to the yep. media, he's doubtful. What he, what he thinks about journalists, gurus, yep. and insiders. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. then that, uh, that should tell you everything. Okay, so we've got some more thoughts we're going to share about the game. In the third segment, Clint, I'm going to amend my pick from yesterday. We made our locks yesterday. We talked about our, we talked about things yesterday. Now, just to be clear, Uh it's, I'm just updating you on where I am currently. The pick okay. from yesterday stands in terms of it's, all. It of is our, your lock. It, it, well, it's okay. my lock. It's I put because my, because I Daniel my name to it. Daniel signed his name thirty two. I'm sorry, no, 35, 35, 35 to, 45. to forty five. Yeah, we he has us covering that mm-hmm. eight point. I'm going length. to amend that at the okay. end of the episode of the in the third segment. So loyal um, third well, segment listeners with the t shirt, look first, out for that. Let's get to this, um, and what I think is an underrated key to this game oh. for the University of Georgia. If you look back at the Alabama game, if you recall, Bryce Young, Tennessee, by the way, built to beat teams like Alabama uh, and Georgia. They're built to beat these kinds of teams. That's are, why they gave up they are, 49 points and a game-winning field goal attempt. They are built to, at, at home, home, have – Penalties against Alabama in historic numbers. Yeah, and a muffed punt. And a muffed punt and a fi- mm-hmm. and a field goal missed. That's how they're built, guys. They're, they're built that way. They're built that they're way built to that withstand way. all of okay, those so, things. Okay, good. Good. Bryce Young, first game back from the shoulder injury, if you recall, he played in that game, and he looked great. He did. I'm going to say no ill effects from the shoulder injury. So Tennessee fan, just that's not an excuse. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to lay out an excuse for why Alabama lost the game. I thought Bryce Young was as good as he could have been in that game. I do yes, think was. there was one thing that was different about Bryce Young in that game, and that was it was very obvious that Bryce Young had been coached to not run the football. Bryce Young did not. No, I did not run the football at all. In that game, no, he had two times when he crossed the line of scrimmage with the football in his hands, neither of which were designed runs, no. both of which were in the fourth quarter, and yep. both of which netted him less than four yards apiece. He rushed for six total forward yards in the game, not including his sack totals that he that were detracted. Both were down around the end zone when he was just like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to try to get this ball in the end zone no matter what Nick Saban has told me. It was very obvious that it was part of the game plan. They were trying to keep Bryce Young out of harm's way, and he was not trying mm-hmm. to run that football. That's right. Now, I say all that to say we've made a point on this podcast, Clint, to talk about how important it is on Saturday that Georgia is able to run the football. If Georgia wants to win this game, much less cover the spread, let's forget about the spread. Don't care about the if spread. If Georgia right wants to win this game, Yes. On the field, which is not a certainty by no. any stretch of the imagination. Uh, if Georgia wants to win this game, they are going to have to establish the run and control the line of scrimmage. Tennessee, a pretty stout run defense. They match up. They, they have a similar run defense, I think, to the University of Georgia. They take a lot of chances in the run game because they know they're going to score a lot of points anyway. And so they tend to bring a couple extra guys 
in because they don't mind if they get hit over the top deep. Okay, oh well. That's why they're one of the reasons their pass defense is so bad, not because their players are that bad, but because mm-hmm. oftentimes they take a lot of chances in the, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, hoping to have a high-risk, high-reward type of play. They stop the run well. Georgia needs to run the ball. A key to Georgia running the ball, Clint, mm-hmm. is that our quarterback, who can run it a little bit, Yes, he can. Needs to run it a little bit against yes, he should. the University of Tennessee on Saturday. We need to see more of this. Just instead of trying to hit whatever you thought was there, Stet, just mm-hmm. tuck that thing, put it right here, mm-hmm. and get G- the first give down. Six. Give me six. Just move it forward. That's all we're looking for. We're going to come back after this with more predictions for this game, more analysis. But first, I want to let you know about Simply Safe. Simply Safe mm. is simply put, Daniel. Safe. It's safe. Thank there, you. There it is. It's, it. it's not that hard it's to not. figure out. It's right y'all. in the name of the product. It's in the name of the this product. This is Lockdown Bulldogs. Okay. Now you should know what you're getting. Wait, not Locked On Vols? No. No, it's not. Locked On Vols, okay. heck of a show. Heck of a great go listen to it. Sure. Our boy Eric. We wanted to have him on today. Couldn't couldn't make it happen. Go listen to what this is Lockdown Bulldogs. This is Simply Safe, Clint. Simply, simply safe, safe is Simply Safe. And yeah. all the things that you need to protect, Simply Safe is the place to go. SimplySafe.com. Right now, you're gonna go ahead and get some monitoring system with it. Locked on promo code. Locked on college is the place that you need for everything. They've got 24-7 monitoring. They got systems in place. Uh, it is do-it-yourself. It is safe. It is easy. It is reliable. It's right to your door. Um, simplysafe.com. Daniel. That, uh, yes. That was it. I, that was, I just, no, I know. You ended okay. it. Just I, real hard stop. Sort of like yesterday's podcast. <laughs> just a real hard, real boop, and we're out. <laughs> and yeah. deuces. Daniel, yeah. here's here's what I, I, I'm going to come back to. This okay. narrative, the two things are happening. Now, the last time this happened, two things for Georgia, and, and it has bigger implications. So okay, bear with me. Go with me here. Um, all them public... Johnny Public mm-hmm. is just all over the money line, yeah. as well as the point spread on Tennessee's side. Yeah. Daniel, I got some numbers for you. Do you want? Do you want to hear the numbers? Is it ninety percent of the money? Ninety percent of the money. Yeah, and ninety-four percent of the bets. Okay, nationally across okay. the entire country, ninety percent of the money and ninety-four percent of the bets. Daniel, I got to just quick. This is no, this is not objective. This is subjective truth, and yet some things play out. When College Game Day makes their picks, Daniel, okay. how much weight do you give to those prognosticators and their selection? Not a, not a. You mean you mean just random country music singer that I that I have not ever heard of? No, there not it is. a ton. That, that's ton. the one. Okay, Johnny Public is the same way. Yeah, they're the same guy. Vegas, light's still on. Mm-hmm. Eight-point spread. They saw the Bama game. They've seen Georgia struggle. They've seen high-octane Tennessee come out rolling over people. Vegas knows something. Yeah. that All that money coming in on Tennessee, mm-hmm. the line has moved a half a point. Point five. Point. A half a point. Five. If Vegas were scared of that money... You understand what that means. That means if Tennessee wins this game, these casinos are writing some big checks. Not just if they win the game. If they lose the game by, I don't know, seven points, six points. 
They're writing some big checks. Vegas should be moving that number, but that money clearly does not scare Vegas. No. Which is something that we said earlier in the episode. Vegas doesn't treat all money the same. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. They haven't had the kind of money come in that makes the line move because they haven't had the kind of money come in from people that they have a ton of respect for, clearly, and they still stick by their guns and believe that Georgia's an eight eight point eight to eight and a half point favorite in this game, which should tell you something. Now, listen, it, Vegas—it's information. Wrong. Vegas is wrong. You know, forty percent of the time, maybe forty-five, maybe fifty percent of the time, but that should still tell you something that 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 that's what's happening. Um, <clears throat> Keys, Clint, mm. for Georgia. On offense, we talked about it. Georgia's got to be able to run the ball. Yes. Georgia's got to be able to sustain drives. We have talked about it. the explosiveness of Todd Munkin's system is not a go route, a wheel route, a flag route. Those aren't the things. Explosiveness not in Todd year. Munkin's system, it, easy, easy, Daniel, not yet. It's not, not, not yet. Not yet. Explosiveness is also Dejon Edwards is also Branson Robinson yep. is also Kenny Mack. Those are explosive plays. Brock Bowers out of the backfield. Tennessee does not have the guys to match up with those type of guys on the edge and on the inside. And so we have to establish a run that's explosive plays for us. That is key. Number one, Daniel got to be able to sustain those drives. Yes. Key number two for me is now, look, I, I understand that Tennessee's got an offensive tackle that is playing outside of his mind right now. He's he's playing really well, he's Daniel. playing himself right into the first round, maybe. Yes, he is. And more power to you. Yep. And all of a sudden, Nolan Smith goes out. And all of a sudden, people are like, well, all of our, our sack leader is out for the game. And we won't be able to pressure at all the, the Tennessee Vols passing attack. When you explain, make statements like explain that. the difference between pressure yeah. and sacks for the people, Clint, because the people might not understand the difference between pressure and sacks. Yeah. Here we go. When you say something like that, Tennessee fan and national journalist, guru, and insider, which we are never associated don't with. Don't associate us. When you say that, you tell me you don't know ball again because pressure and sacks are totally different things. Georgia's pressure rate is astronomical. Has always been under Kirby Smart. This just in will always be under Kirby Smart. Here we go. He loves getting pressure. He loves chaos. He calls it chaos plays. Now, he didn't say sack because he knows that sacks are an arbitrary number because a quarterback can fall down a la JT Daniels. Man, I'm feeling hate today because I'm bringing up JT Daniels. I'm feeling Sweet. just violence today. Where man is falling down in the backfield taking sacks for no apparent reason. Okay, Sacks are different than pressure. Pressure gets the ball out. Pressure makes errant throws. Pressure makes interceptions. Pressure makes grounding penalties. Pressure makes Anthony Richardson run out of bounds on fourth down twice. Just chuck it out of bounds. Throw it away. Live to play another. Oh, I'm sorry. What? What was that? How many downs do I get? No extra downs. No, there's no extra. Okay. Good. And here's the other thing that that again, prognosticator and vol fan don't understand. You can keep your left tackle, right tackle. I don't even, I'm not even going to care what position he plays. All I know is play tackle. That's how That's much great. I hate you. Mm -hmm. Because his name's Jalen Carter, mm -hmm. Dumas where, where Johnson. Is he, where's he coming from, Clint? He's coming from the A and B gap, Daniel. Right up the middle. Right okay. at the brownstone window. That is how pressure is given. When you collapse the pocket against Hendon Hooker, of course he's going to step up. Of course, passing, they're coming from the edge. No, 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 no. We blitz from the A gap. 
We have Jalen Carter, who's a monster in the A gap, B gap over the guard. Mm -hmm. That's where pressure is going to come from. That's where the hits are going to come from when a guard is coming into your lap and you're throwing off your back foot and you're not stepping into it. That's what's different. And that's the second key that we've talked about earlier on this podcast. That I just have to say again, Vols fan, be better. Well, you can't be better. National media people, be better. Oh, you no. can't be better. No. Okay, keep doing what you're doing. We'll talk Just actual ball. Going. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You do you. It's fine. Um, yeah, I. you got to be able to – a key when George is on defense. This sounds dumb and sounds obvious, but I'm just, I'm just um, expounding on your point, Clint. The only way to slow down this Tennessee team, the only way to slow down this Tennessee team, because, again, they are coached by an offensive genius – Yes, they have incredible offensive personnel. Yes, they, they run do. an incredible offensive scheme with great players with incredible efficiency. Yep. Fall fans. Are you, and may I continue to speak or is that everything I said is stupid? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. And you're the number one team in the nation. And you, I'm sorry, you've won the national championship is. of teams competing to be ranked number one in the very this first is, college football playoff poll. This is for season. you. This you is for didn't. you. You did it. The only way to stop this Tennessee defense, to slow down this Tennessee defense, is incomplete passes, Clint. Because Get the, tempo, the tempo comes with the run play. Even if they run it for one yard on first down, the tempo's still coming. Okay? Because they trust... Heupel trusts his scheme. The players trust that they're going to be able to get those yards back on second and third down. The only way is if the ball hits the ground, bounces around a while, the referee's got to scoop it up, he's got to throw it back to the other guy, he's got to run it back, he's got to respot it. The receivers have to run all the way back down the field from where they were, running their routes. Hyatt's probably in the end zone because that's where all of his routes end up apparently. He's got to run all the way back to the line of scrimmage. That's the way that the defense can sub. That's the way that the defense can get the play call in. That's yep. the way that you get them off schedule and you get them off the field is with incomplete passes. Now, there's two ways to, to force incomplete passes against Tennessee, Clint. There's the way that nobody's done the mm -hmm. entire season, mm -hmm. which is to cover them. You could cover the receivers. You could try. Nobody's done that yet. Okay. okay? Well, so, say more. Georgia fans, you may love this defense. You may love this secondary. You may think that the players there are the best players that have ever played the position in the history of the world. More power to you. I, I don't know that anyone can just straight up cover this Tennessee team. I said it a couple days ago. I'll say it again. I don't think that's the option to force incompletions. I think the second thing is the thing that some schools at times have been able to do against Tennessee, which is to get pressure in Hendon Hooker's face. Not sacks, as you said, but pressure. The pressure's not going to result in a sack, Clint. The pressure's going to result in an incompletion. And in this game, an incompletion is almost just as good as a sack. It, it serves largely the same purpose in this game. It allows the defense to make those substitutions. It allows things to happen uh, the way, more like the way that Kirby wants them to and less like the way that Hoopa wants them to. So that's the defensive key to the game, in my opinion. It's pressure, and it's pressure up the middle. Now, again, I, we can talk about the personnel all we want. I don't really care about that right now. I'm talking about schematically. 
we last year we bemoaned the SEC championship because we went away from who we were and we forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Then we got back in a rhythm in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. So fine, if you want to tell me, you, you answer me this, Tennessee. Was last year's Alabama offense better or just as good as your offense this year? Because if you say your offense is better, I don't think you understand the dudes that were on that team last year for Bama. Okay, and Bryce Young, who's a better quarterback than Hendon Hooker. Okay. So even if Georgia. They love that. They love uh, hearing that. I know they do. Nobody's typing a comment right now, Clint. Not a single person. Not a single one. And if even if Georgia has. 75% 75% of the talent back that we did last year. Mm-hmm. We held Bama to a very, 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 very respectable game to a national championship by pressuring Bryce Young. Yep. And Kirby knows how to do that. And they had draft picks on that Alabama offensive line and at running back. And at what you just go down the list, they had it. So you're right. There is a blueprint. Just go back to last year's national championship game and see the success that we had in it. We're going to come back and talk about more keys to this game. But first, we'll talk about sweat block. Sweat block is fantastic. If you need some sort of help in your perspiration come Saturday. And you do. And you all do. All fans, Georgia fans, unite. You're this all is, going to be sweating. We, we can are all going agree about to be this. sweating. Again, we've, we've said, Volfan, get all up in your feels when you jump out to a lead. I don't care because mm. Kirby and ABM, you, you still need sweat block because sweat block yeah. takes you from the embarrassment of the pit stains to the embarrassment of the sweaty back. Uh, and right now you get 20% off your entire order at sweatblock.com. Use the promo code locked on. That's, tw- that's 20% off your entire order. Sweatblock.com using promo code locked on. Clint, I've been sitting here this whole episode, and and uh, and I'll just if can I take a moment just to be honest with the people? You should, Daniel. You should be now. Now, now, really quick, maybe you should be honest because I think your honesty is going to be a little bit of a of well. a okay, okay. So, if I may, really quick, let me encourage you, Georgia fan, listening to this. If you think I'm, I'm going to give you a couple things of of how you can't stop a high octane offense okay is florida capable of stopping anybody on on uh, on the offensive side of the ball when they're on defense daniel i haven't seen a ton of it haven't seen by the way right now um the the sound early in the episode was ball fan getting their wings the sound right now is another locker someone leaving the play the the Players' locker room at the Florida for the last time. Another just... locker clearing out. Well, it's a good thing Billy Napier has control of the program, Clint. That's that's the key. Florida held Tennessee to thirty-eight points. Daniel, Thir- thirty-eight points. Thirty-eight points in the godforsaken land of the racist stadium that is named after in Tennessee. Zoinks. Okay, well. There's that. Named um, after a famous mustard distributor. Also, it, you want to go to somebody else in the SEC that's had success and you can't stop these high-octane, high-power. Mississippi, Ole Miss out here. Oh. 22 points against Kentucky. Now, Volfin's like, oh, yeah, Kentucky. We we bashed them. Will Maybe. Levis is a absolute liability. And yep. stop with any of that. You don't, Again, you don't know ball if you don't know it. Um, LSU. Stops Mississippi, 20 points. There is a way to do it. When your offense is heavy loaded, like this Vols offense is, mm-hmm. it is, and you get off rhythm, 
it could go sideways in an absolute hurry for you. It absolutely could. That's okay. that's why I honestly believe I, I said on yesterday's show that I thought the only outcome that was not possible in this game was a Tennessee blowout. I said I thought there was a very small chance that Georgia could run them out of the building. I said I thought it could be a close game either with Tennessee winning, a close game with Georgia winning. It, I mean, I can close my eyes today and I can see the Tennessee blowout. I can see it getting off the rails for Georgia because I, it, it all, to me, comes down to this offense. Clint. It's not about the defense. I think the defense is going to get some stops. But I also think the defense is going to give up a lot of plays. I think this game is going to come down to whether or not the offense can put up enough points to keep us in this game. It The fact of the matter is, is that as much as I want to feel better that Las Vegas seems to really think Georgia's going to win this game. I mean, really think Georgia's going to win this game. And Tennessee fans want to feel better that they have a better strength of schedule. They've played tougher opponents. They have a higher ranking. And all of those things are true about Tennessee. No argument from me. Alabama would beat Oregon by 25 points. And so I'm not arguing one bit that Tennessee has has had a harder schedule than Georgia. I'm not arguing one bit that Tennessee has a higher ranking. And you can't argue one bit that the people who literally make a living predicting who's going to win football games and make a ton of money doing it think that Georgia's going to win this football game. But the fact of the matter is is that on Saturday afternoon at 3.30 Mm -hmm. in Athens, Georgia, Mm -hmm. the Lord's country, Clint, Mm. none of that is going to matter. None of it's going to matter. The only thing that's going to matter is who can make the most plays. I just... I just know mm. that Tennessee has the weapons, especially on offense, to make those plays. Which means, again, as I said earlier, Tennessee almost gets to free roll on defense. They almost get to play a little looser and more carefree. They get to just kind of maybe run a little exotic something and bring extra pressure off the edge, off the quarterback. And if and if Lad McConkey gets behind him, then there's a 50% chance he'll catch the ball that's thrown to him. And if he does, he'll score a touchdown. And Tennessee thinks that they'll just get the ball back and they'll just march down the field. I I kind of think Tennessee's gonna win this game, Clint. I'm just I'm just telling you, it's Thursday. This is the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. It's called an emotional hedge. You know? Nope, it's not. Yes, it, it is. is me yes, telling is. you. Yes, it is. It's me telling you that I, as of today, I think, I think Tennessee's going to win this game. I now I give it a fifty-one percent chance. It's it's still very close in my mind, but. You're, you're emotionally compromised. You it's are emotionally not. compromised, Daniel. Stop right now. You it's, get out of the captain's chair, okay, Captain Kirk. You're 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 Spock, whatever. You're emotionally compromised. I'm just telling you. You watch it. You you, no, you I, look at the evidence. Okay, here's and, the evidence. Here's here's the evidence, Daniel. Okay. The, the evidence is 
Tennessee has had one recipe for success all year long. One. Okay. Georgia has had every recipe for success. You want to you want a power run game? Let's go. You want a power pass game? Let's go. You want a do- dominant defense? Let's go. You want to give up a weird third quarter to a to a team? Okay, let's go. You want to play a, a, an offense that does like to air it out? Okay, let's go. You, we have played these systems. We played these responsibilities. You you want to go uh, losing uh, your best pass rusher for a majority of the season? Okay, let's go. You want to talk about having every wrong bounce go against you. Okay, let's go. And we're still winning. Tennessee has had one recipe, Daniel. And if you mess with that one recipe, they don't have a plan B. They better pray their one way works because without it, they are sitting ducks for a road slaughter kill. That's that's why my confidence is sky high. It's because it's true. That's why an outcome of this game is Georgia by 25. It is an outcome of the game. I just don't think it's the most likely outcome. And I think the outcomes where Tennessee wins are, in my mind at this moment, slightly more likely. Slightly more likely than the outcomes where Georgia wins. Georgia's best, Georgia's best, Daniel, Mm -hmm. is better than Tennessee's best. I don't think that's true. I actually think... That's definitely not true. No, that is beyond true in my mind. That's actually a fascinating conversation. I think Georgia is playing at home, which is a huge advantage. And I think Tennessee, at least on the offensive side of the ball, has been pretty dang close to their best the entire season. And so they might be due to come down and all of these things give me hope and confidence that Georgia can win this game. But if Tennessee plays its best football and Georgia plays its best football, I honestly, I think Georgia's more likely to play its best football than Tennessee, but if they both do, I think Tennessee's is better. I really do. You're I really do. I think, okay. Daniel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a you. I'm going to pull a you right okay. now. You right. pull up for me the 24-7 composite roster breakdown, Daniel. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying we don't have better players. We have better okay. players. Okay, great. So our ceiling is higher. Our better, our best is better than Tennessee. Malachi Starks may be infuriating because he's out of position. But if he puts together a game, which he has the propensity to do, he uh, is better, Daniel. Malachi Starks has a higher ceiling on defense than a majority of Tennessee offense. I mean, for his career or for this season? Because there's no possible way you pick, that you actually you think this that's true. I believe that is 100% true. Okay. Well, Tennessee G- fans, I hate you because you're idiots. You're all idiots. Every single one of you is an idiot. But I... I find myself agreeing with you now because that that thing that my co-host just said is a is a that is an emotionally compromised take right there. That is a take of a person who is emotionally compromised. Look, I will be emotionally compromised. <laughs> I'm already Listen, no argument for me. I I'm emotionally compromised. I just think I'm also rational at the same time. <laughs> 
all I know is I've seen this. Daniel, Daniel, my last, my last plea to you and Georgia fans. Y'all remember when we were Tennessee? And and I hate to admit this. Sure, we were there. We were them, and we got it handed to us. Absolutely handed to us. Okay. And then. And then we made the college football playoff and went to the I, national I, championship. Game. I understand, but if Tennessee loses, Daniel, mm-hmm. they don't get that chance. They, if Tennessee loses, they don't get I, that chance. It's an interesting conversation because of where TCU and Alabama have been ranked. If Tennessee loses, they will make the playoff as long as Georgia beats Alabama. If Georgia okay. loses to okay. Alabama, they won't make the playoff. But. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. But if Georgia loses, yeah, they're out of the playoff no matter what. No matter what. Even if yep. no, Tennessee right. beats Alabama in the SEC championship game, which they will not. Tennessee fans, you know this is true. You know for a fact that you would not have beat Alabama you're, in the SEC championship to, game. You're going to piss down your leg. You will. Georgia will not make it in. If Georgia loses this game, they are not making the college football playoff. Period. So, buckets. <laughs> This, now this is for you, Georgia fan. Now we gave you we gave this. one to Tennessee. Now you, you take, take this. All right, check back with me tomorrow, Clint. Maybe my feelings will have changed. You don't listen. I went yesterday. I said we were going to win by ten. Lock it up. We're going to cover the spread. You did today. I say take the Tennessee money line, and so maybe you sprinkle a little bit on both. You just you get a little Tennessee money line, and you Daniel, get a little on the Georgia Daniel, on behalf now. of all Georgia fans. Just just shh. I, I won't. I, I don't know this why is, I have to. This has been Locked On Bulldogs for our Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya.